Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the EFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Angus. And my name is Dan. And we're here for our final game week preview of the season. Uh, The end is finally here, which for a lot of managers in gaffer terms, I'm sure people are quite pleased about. Um, Others will be disappointed. Uh, I'm probably in the former group. But uh, yeah, Dan, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Probably not as good as you are, Angus. Would you like to explain why? Yeah, so uh, we are recording Thursday night, as some of you will know from the, uh, the the tweet that was put out for questions. Um, we're also recording slightly later than we uh, we were planning to because uh, I need I needed I needed you know probably 15 minutes after uh, Rangers won to go through to the Europa League final. So uh, yeah, obviously very happy at the moment. Um, I'll try and I'll try and talk sense for the duration of this podcast. There's probably only so much sense I've got in me at this point, but I'll uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, but how did uh, game week forty five go for you, Dan? Um, so I got one hundred and sixteen minus four. Um, a captain Johnson uh, didn't do anything. Eight points. Vice captain Solanke for twenty two. Uh, Travers 11, McNamara 6, Spence 7, uh, Bowler came in for one after bringing in Laird and he no-showed twice as part of a minus four, so that didn't go well. Uh, Wilson 18, Garner, who I also brought in 16, Gibbs White 5, Mitrovic 14, Obafemi 8, um, it's a red arrow of about four places. So, yeah, a bit annoying, but, um, but yeah, well, captain didn't, didn't, didn't go off. So, yeah, not too bad. God knows what I'm doing this week, but um, I'm, I think everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a great week for me. Um, 98. Um I didn't make the move to get the third Bournemouth or Forest, which particularly as the Forest I would have gone for was uh, Surridge, uh, did punish. Um, but I had Travers in goal with 11, Spence 7, Murray Wallace 6. So I brought in for Toffolo, who scored again. Um, um, you know, I, I love Toffolo, but it hasn't always gone right for me this season with him. Um, Wilson 18, uh, Brennan Johnson a captain, which was only an 8, uh, Gibbs White 5, Mitrovic 14, Solanke as vice captain 22, um, scraped 11 players with, uh, McNair and Ekpateta being out, uh, somewhat unexpectedly, um, dropped down to 65th, which to be honest, I was expecting a bigger red arrow when with the returns of some of the the other players, the likes of uh, Surridge and Billing and you know players like that, I thought I was going to take a bigger hit than I did. Um, so uh, so yeah, not not too disappointed. I mean, it's a it's a bit underwhelming, but um, kind of the microcosm of my season re- really um, a bit underwhelming, but probably slightly better than I expected it to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to let you guys know, uh, the plan for this one, uh, we're going to go through the questions we've been sent, um, and then we're going to do our, our predictions. Um, 
we're not looking forward to that part, <laughs> trying to work out what's going to happen this week, uh, which will be a theme in the questions as well. But uh, yeah, we'll dive right in. And I think um, FPL reactions question is the best place to start. Uh, he asked, who is going to play? <laughs> I have no idea. We could we could have done with uh, Bournemouth not winning, I think, all round, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's tough to know with some of these teams. That's the thing. Um, you know, we can speculate about who's going to rotate, who's not going to rotate, um, who has reason to rotate, who doesn't. Um, I think a number of the players that are on loan might not feature for clubs. I think a number of the players who are out of contract at the end of the season might not feature for clubs. I mean, I saw the news that Andy Carroll wasn't going to play for West Brom about 15 minutes after I put all the team news out before the deadline. Um, Charlie Austin has tweeted today to say he's played his, his last game for QPR this season. Um, so there'd be things like that to look out for. Um, in terms of team-specific thing, uh, Cooper has said, Steve Cooper at Forest has said anyone who's sort of carrying a niggle or a knock won't play, um, suggesting that other, the others will. Um, Marco Silva hasn't given much away except that uh, Nico Williams is highly unlikely to play. He's got a minor, I think it's a knee issue. Um, we expect some level of rotation from them, but how much there will be, I'm not sure. Bournemouth, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> they, they might go full strength. They might sort of rotate a number of people. Um, Parker doesn't know at the best of times. No. So. Like Parker probably hasn't decided yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Forest we've covered. Huddersfield, I think, probably rotate, rotate. but I think they'll rotate, um, especially key players like yeah. Toffolo and, and O'Brien, players like that. Yeah, and then the ones that are sort of contending for things, we know basically who they'll play. Um, you well, know, Luton. Luton will well, play whoever's available. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which no one knows, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have any insight on anyone who's available for Luton, they'll probably play. Um, you know, Sheffield United, I think Billy Sharp was ruled out with a training injury again. I'm not sure whether he'll be back. Apparently, um, he's having injection. Yeah, to see um, if he can play. Yeah, and uh, George Baldock is back available as well. Um, he's back in full training. Um, Middlesbrough, I think they play. I mean, the the forwards might change, but I think they play the same sort of setup in the five across sort of the the midfield or the midfield and the wing backs they did in the last game, um, with Tavernier as the wing back and having. Um, Crooks and McGree in midfield so having sort of Jones uh, Crooks, Housen McGree and Tavernier because they need to win and that's sort of the most attacking group they can put out so I think I think they'll play the same um, Millwall would basically know, um, you know, you can go back and look at their lineups um, Jed Wallace may well be fit enough to come in even if he's not going to be there I think he'll probably play given that there's a potential playoff place on the line. Um, they're one that can't really afford to sort of mess around in terms of who, you know, the fact he won't be there. Um, anyone else I haven't sort of mentioned that you think will play, Dan? 
No. Um, just for Luton, Adebayo's probably out. Bree's probably out. Naismith will play. Um, could play centre-back or centre-mid. Uh, if Snodgrass plays, Naismith ain't on set pieces, but that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, the, they're the key players from Luton anyway. Yeah, if still so, got uh, an in- if you've still got an Ingram, yeah, yeah, he's now, t- he's now at Luton. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's. Uh, I think it's going to be all about um, probably those teams competing for the the final playoff spots. Um, yeah, that's where you're going to get your most sure starters elsewhere. Good luck. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully, um, I'll do my best with sort of doing the team news. I'll put that out on on at some point on Friday, um, and I'll do my best to sort of give any information managers give on how full strength they'll go, or anyone who will or won't play um, along with that. Um, and the next question we've got is from All About Gaffer. It says, "What is the best chip to boost?" To cap off a season, not a clue. <laughs> With the selection issues this uh, this week, um, I think jeepers keepers, jeepers keepers, uh, whack a goal fest out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I think the people I'm probably somewhat jealous of this week because I think it's an interesting opportunity is the people who have one left and can play either an underhaul or an overhaul. I mean, it's the same difference for the final week of the season. So I think yeah. that's, the, that's the most interesting one to just sort of, you know, throw out there. And I know we've got at least one question on that, so I won't go too far down that that road now. But I I do quite like that one. But but yeah, I think, a, you know, a Jeepers Keepers or, or a Golf Fest, depending on how you're feeling, just to throw out there on the final day um, for anyone who still has one left. Um, Billy Hadaway asks us, uh, he says, thanks for all your hard work on the pod this season. Final day punt on a midfielder under 7.4. I'm going to have to have a look now. Um, How much is Tavernier? I'll say Tavernier. He's 6.8. That's not bad. Um, I'm gonna go for how much did you say? Seven four, seven under, five. Under seven point four. Oh no, I was gonna pick someone who's seven five. I was gonna <laughs> pick Lolly. Um, I'm gonna say Wolf from Swansea. Yeah, that's a good one. How much is Mitre? That's a shout. He must be five. Uh, five six. So yeah, there you go. There's there's three for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's potentially interesting. Sort of going into the into the final day. Um, I like I like the wolf one. Um, but yeah, Tavernier Wolf. Um, Crooks. Crooks is another one. I think he he has to play. Um, you know, he's he's probably the most likely to get 
them a goal from midfield and as you said they're going to need to win so um, I don't mind him as well um, I would say McGree but if one of them drops out for for Bowler to come back in um, it will be McGree um, FPL Commander says I got Kiefer Moore should I keep should I just keep the faith and have more, more, more? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Got to keep well. him, haven't you? Yeah, keep him. Captain him as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's asking, should he have more, more? Yes, you should captain him. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, congratulations to you as a Bournemouth fan. But, um, yeah, go for it. Have some fun. <laughs> Uh, FPL Odyssey uh, has got two questions for us. Which fixture, which fixture is most likely to be a goal fest on the final day? Ooh. I haven't even. I need to look. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm Birmingham Blackburn contender. I'm going um, with uh, Preston Borough. Really? Because I or... think Borough have to attack that to the extent that they have to win, they have to score goals, that, you know, Preston with players like Archer going the other way. I mean, we saw when they played against Huddersfield, if they get remotely open at the back, yeah, they can cool. concede. And you got to pick Swansea QPR Yeah, Swansea well. QPR is the other one. <laughs> Maybe Peterborough Blackpool. That's on the, on the beach, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, no, I think I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go along with that in terms of uh, uh, Swansea QPR. That seems like the one that jumps out is just, yeah, why not? L- like, let's just let's just both go for it, and it, if it ends up five all, then great. And <laughs> um, uh, Alex's second question says, "Who is the best?" Quote, going rogue striker option up to eight mil. I like these sort of questions. I'm not sure how rogue he is at this point. Uh, one of the first ones I would say is uh, Andy Vyman. Yeah. Because anytime there's a sort of one week punt question, it's Andy Vyman. I'm gonna say hang on a minute. I'm gonna go for Do you know what we all everyone started with him. I'm gonna say Clark Harris. <laughs> there we go. Um I'll give you two more. Uh I'm gonna say Gary Medine in the same game. Yeah. And I am going to go with one. It's not Totally rogue, but uh, it's one I mention every time. Um, is Benikafobe? I think he's still a differential, um, and I think he could be a good option. To be honest, you could look at him and Bradshaw at uh, at Millwall. Oh yeah. Um, Do you know yeah. what? Maybe someone like a Major, because that Coventry are just going to attack. Yeah. So like... uh, that would be sort of like you know a. Uh, uh, it... You know, end of the season, we've got nothing to play yeah. for, let's have some fun sort of thing. Um, 
Our next question is from Nonstop FPL, who asks the best transfer to captain for one week to make up a thirty-point deficit oh, in a word. mini league. I mean, your pick of Clark Harris is not a bad one there. So basically, you're going to need someone who gets a hat trick, aren't you? Yeah. I'm guessing in the mini league though they'll have Swansea players, won't they? So that's probably not yeah. Rogan or Do you know maybe this it might sound crazy, but Lucas Xiao <laughs> against Luton. No, no, because if, if say if they go one nil up and we have to chase the game, yeah. We'll just go we could just go suicidal and like I I don't think that's the worst shout. No, and then uh, because no one will own them, I'm just going to throw out Carl and Grant. Yeah. Against the mess that Barnsley. is Barnsley. <laughs> this is when he he decides to play like two kids up front. Yeah. Just to sum it up. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to this week because so, everyone should have at least a punty striker. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not playing it properly. I've 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 carried over two free transfers into into this weekend, and I still have no idea where I'm going to go because <laughs> I really I really want to just sort of do something completely sort of rogue, but I can't even work out what rogue thing I want to do. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping doing the predictions will sort of give me a, a better idea of uh, of where I want to go with it. Um, next question we've got is from Ron Mukherjee. Um, he says, do you think Fulham and Bournemouth could rotate as they have nothing to play for this weekend? Does that make Mitro and Solanke bad captaincy options? Thanks for the great content throughout the year. Uh, so what do you think, Dan? Rotation, but also about those two as captaincy options. It's hard because if Mitrovic says, I want to play, there's no way uh, Silva's going to say, no, you're not playing. Yeah. So Mitrovic, like Mitrovic could play like 60 minutes or he could just be gracious and and say, look, Munez, you can play because I've got the record. Really, Luton letting in the seventh was just a step too far because that meant he broke the record. Yeah. Um, you can't captain them, though, can you? It's too much of a risk, isn't it? Uh, I I personally won't be. Um, I yeah, think, I won't be either. I think there's too much there. And I think it's also a nice, you know, we've, we've done the thing all season of captaining uh, Mitrovic or, you know, at odd times we've tried to go away from him or whatever. This is sort of a real sort of... You know, you don't you don't have to dwell on it. I mean, I know it's your last captain seat before the, the next season, but uh, you know, it's something that you can you can have a bit of fun and uh, you know, do something a bit different. Um, you know, unless unless you've got a lot to riding on uh, on the last day, otherwise, um, yeah, have a bit of fun with it. Do something a bit different. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be captaining Mitrovic or Solanke. Um, 
I think Muniz could well start. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Solanke got the game off as well, but uh, that one's a bit more debatable. But um, Has he played every game, Solanke? I don't think so, um, but it's not far off. Yeah. Because um, if he had, maybe that he might want to start every game. So he has played 45. Yeah. And the other thing, of course, he's sitting on 29 goals. Yeah, I, I think Slanky plays. Yeah. Because Kiefer Moore's not fully fit, is he? No. Um, so and... maybe Commander, maybe that, maybe don't captain, don't yeah. captain Moore. No, no, still captain him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, particularly because, you know, round numbers matter to people. The fact that yeah. Solanke is sitting on 29 goals. Um, he'll be wanting them to get to 30. Um so uh so yeah I can I can I still wouldn't captain him but I can see him him playing. Um James Wood ha- has our next question. Uh he actually has three questions. Um but the first thing I'll say is uh congratulations to James I haven't tweeted it out yet but he has won the EFL Fantasy Cup. Um yeah. we will uh, be sorting out a prize for you and a guest appearance on the podcast at some point uh, as a reward for winning. On. We might get Jamie <laughs> on the pod so that you can banter him, but uh, that that will be uh, that will be determined later. But uh, congratulations to James. Um, he says thanks for a great pod. I like how he says thanks for a great pod in advance before we've even done yeah. it. <laughs> uh, he's got three questions. Who can we target for 46 that is likely to take it seriously? So I think that's the, I mean, primarily those four playoff top contenders, yeah. I think. Um, Sheffield United, Luton, Millwall and Borough. Um, two, hits are more likely to pay off in Gaffer, but is anyone worth a minus four for this last week? And three, can Gaffer do anything to stop the game getting templatey again next season um so we'll take the second question first is there anyone who you think is worth a minus four this week i don't know i i think i might just do the fulham lads just for a bit of fun yeah i mean i think you know some maybe someone like a swansea forward um because you know I'm, i'm not i'm not sure how good qpr will be but i think you know, it, it's one of those things you you have to sort of make the, the calculation. If you think someone is going to score, like if you particularly think, for example, that Carlin Grant is going to score against Barnsley, then that immediately brings it closer to being worth a minus four. Then it probably is worth a minus four. Um, but, you know, if, if you want to take it, I think it's also about sort of almost the enjoyment of if you want to take a minus yeah. four to do something, do something a bit weird, do something a bit fun, then uh, it's also worth it in that case. Um, and the third question, um, can Gaffer do anything to stop the game becoming uh, templatey again next season? Um, see, I, I think... I was thinking about this question and I think the main reason it became template was COVID yeah. and the number of double game weeks. So people just get double double game week players in. It also didn't help 
that a lot of those teams were the best teams. So Fulham, Forest, Bournemouth, uh, Middlesbrough, even even Luton, uh, just after COVID, um, had it as well. Um, so I think that was the main reason. Um, another thing is because the championship is so it's so hard to predict prices. Like, for example, when the game launched, Dan Juma was in it. Yeah. Um, Mateus Pereira was in it. Yeah, you just don't know who's who's going to play. Um, so, And a lot of the times you do get youngsters breaking through. So, like, Johnson, he had a great season at Lincoln, was priced at 5.5, which yeah. I thought was a decent price. But... <laughs> Did anyone really think he'd have the season he, he was going to have and now be worth 15, 20 million? No, but th- this is the problem with the championship. And not the problem, but this is why it's so good. It's like Elise last year. No one knew he was going to. It's the youngsters that become the problem. I, the only thing I can think of is maybe if, maybe like strikers are priced a bit more higher. Like the, it was quite obvious Solanke and Mitrovic were going to do well. Maybe in general they have to be priced a million or two more. Um, I don't know what you think, Angus. Yeah, I mean, I think like you said, I think the big thing is the the sort of effects of COVID in terms of the the blanks and doubles um, made it very templatey, both in terms of the teams. Um, but also then the boosts in that everyone was just playing their boosts in those doubles um, or alternatively like for example playing the underhaul to navigate one of the blanks or whatever but you know a lot of it was around particularly the doubles so um, so it was almost doubly template yeah. um, which I think will hopefully change next season with sort of much fewer rescheduled games. I mean, I know we've got the World Cup in the middle of the season, but like they'll schedule accordingly for yeah. that. Um, so hopefully that will help. Um, do think there'll be a couple of things around the prices. Um, you know, it, particularly with some, I think there's, we've ended up with some gaps in the prices this season as well. Um, you know, if you're looking for a midfielder, I think it's around 8.5, you're not going to find much. Yeah. Um, which doesn't necessarily mean forcing people in there, but it's just sort of, you know, fa- I think thinking about it a little bit with the prices, um, which uh, is, is something that um, hopefully can be taken on board in terms of maybe adjusting that slightly. But I do think the big thing is the scheduling and the effect COVID had, which I, I, I think will, will will help a little bit next season because last season obviously there was um a degree of a template as well um you know thinking about the likes of Pookie and Wendy uh um but it was still a bit different and you could differentiate a bit more and people did um so hopefully there'll be a bit more of that to come next season um and maybe we'll we'll start giving people fewer pointers as well um so uh, <laughs> people will have to think for themselves and uh Maybe maybe we'll get some more rogue picks out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Petri Ananen has sent us a question. He said, uh, "Captains for the last week, 
Mitro and Solanke have nothing to play for. Sheffield, United, Luton and Borough are having most to play for, but there are no clear captaincy options, considering Sheffield United playing Fulham and Adebayo having fitness problems. So, yeah, we've, we've spoken a little bit about this with the captaincy issue. Uh, Dan, I don't know who, who your thought or who you would advise people on in terms of the captaincy. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, do you know what? Maybe just the obvious thing is just to pick Mitrovic or Solanke. Maybe we're just, just overthinking it and they're oh, just going to play over- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they might just play anyway. I think maybe a Jed Wallace from Millwall, um, Gibbs White, but they've got a hard game. I wouldn't captain anyone from Lou and um, Barra. I I honestly think I'd if you're not going to do Mitrovic or or Solanke, maybe go for one of the Forest lads, Johnson or Spence or Sturridge, um, or just take a punt on a game that's got nothing nothing going on and just captain them. So like maybe Clark Harris, maybe one of the Swansea lads. Um, maybe Brereton Diaz, Zhao. There's loads. Just ha- who, whatever game you think's got the most chance of goals. It was like last week we said the Bristol City whole game would have a lot of goals in, and Vyman did did the job. He got was it a couple of goals, Vyman? I think so. So yeah, so yeah, just have some fun, really. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I wouldn't, ex- I wouldn't be surprised if. This time next week, if we do a pod or, or the next time we do it, Mitrovic scores a hat trick or something. Yeah, I mean it's t- it's totally possible. Um, I I like uh, Swansea forward against QPR, um, whichever one you've got, Piero or Obafemi. Um, I like Vyman. I'm always going to tip Vyman as sort of a, a one week captaincy punt. Yeah. Um, Jed Wallace, like you say, I think is a, is a decent option um, with them looking to push. Um, I think if you were looking at Barra McNair, if he's if he's healthy, um, I know he was back in some training earlier this week, but um, unless you get clarity on that, you don't really want to do that. Um, so yeah, so like you say, going going for it a bit more. Someone like a Carl and Grant, someone like a you know a Lucas shout, someone like a Brereton Diaz, just sort of, you know, like you say, picking one out. Um, I was joking before we started about how, putting the armband on uh, Ek Pateta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's just, you know, you just go for it a little bit. Um, you know, enjoy the opportunity to sort of branch out a little bit more. Because next year we'll all have Timo Pukki. Yeah. Um, for, in our in our pod chat um, earlier this season, I was I was really pushing back on the idea of uh, Timu Puki for next season, and uh, since then I've bought him in my FPL team, <laughs> and he'll probably be in my gaffer team next season. Even though I said, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, ever that there was no chance he would be in my team next season. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, just enjoy it a little bit. Just uh, what what you really want to happen. Like, look at your players. Who do you really want something to happen? Who do you have a funny feeling is going to return? Whatever. 
and uh, stick the captaincy or vice captaincy on them. Uh, Chris View has a question. He says, uh, if I've left it till the last week, it's strictly semantics whether I play overhaul or underhaul. What's your top picks on a one last week punt? Should I even have players from automatically promoted teams? Uh, so I think we've talked ourselves in full, into a full circle on the automatically promoted teams where it was like, go without, and now we're back to, yeah, go with them. <laughs> um, but one week punts for someone who's on uh, underhaul or overhaul at each position. Yeah, I think I, if I had um, an overhaul or underhaul, I think I wouldn't pick any Bournemouth or Fulham players. Yeah, I think I'd just go for it. Yeah. Um, goalkeeper. I don't even know. Um, I don't even know who I'd, Who would you go in goal, Angus? I mean, that's a very good question. <laughs> Maybe I'm. I'm gonna say Button. Yeah, that's that's the who I thought. Button against Barnsley. Yeah, defenders. Um, probably. Probably have to say Townsend or Furlong. It just because of um. Barnsley. Because of Barnsley, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is really. Um, Ek Pateta. Pateta. Fitness permitting, I'm going to say Ek Pateta. Um, probably something from Middlesbrough. Christie from Swansea, just because they're playing QPI, he yeah. score a trick against them. Um, yeah, midfielders. Midfielders. Obviously, Wallace. I like your Joe Lolly idea. Yeah, it's a pun. Um, Wolf. Jacob Crooks, Brown. Jacob Brown. How how about Snodgrass? <laughs> He's on set pieces from Luton against Reading. I mean, it's, it's it's there are worse options. There are definitely worse options. Who he's taking those set pieces to is less clear, but uh, there, there is something there. And uh, obviously, since we're recommending all the West Brom players that we're probably not going to buy any of, uh, Callum Robinson. Yeah. Um, and forwards? I think I think we've covered sort of the, yeah, the most... Shall... Brereton Diaz, Afobe, Byman, the Swansea lads, yeah, um, Clark Harris. Clark Harris. Uh, it it is funny, like you say, thinking back to the start of the season when like everyone wanted them, and uh, and then uh, and then uh, we've uh, sort of left it, not had him, and then it's come back around. There was a post on Twitter, Angus. I think you replied to it as well. It, um, I can't remember who it was by, but he he posted his his first week and his last. Yes. <laughs> so I looked at my first week, and I I, I captained Moose the first game week. <laughs> I had uh, McGoldrick captain, 
James Collins vice captain because <laughs> that was when Kiefer Moore was injured, so he yeah. knew James Collins was going to start up front for Cardiff. Now he's like fifth choice striker. For yeah, him. I mean, I I do remember I was sort of doing the um doing the first couple of pods and talking about like how badly we'd done. And I sort of look back at my team and I'm like, no wonder I was doing badly. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a uh, real deal. Who uh, who had tweeted yeah. that out? Maybe, um, maybe that's um, maybe we should learn from that. And teams coming down for the Premier League don't just <laughs> captain them straight away. Yeah, because um, I because I said uh, like I am actually good at this game. Honest when I was posting them because both yeah. of them were bad. Yeah, I had more in goal, so I still had the more Lumley double up at the start. Um, I had. Uh, Tete, Furlong and Townsend and Carvalho uh, Matty Phillips Chris Willock uh, David Brooks um, great news about David Brooks by the way um, yeah, excellent. posting the other day that he's he's now cancer free um, so obviously that's, that's great news as well um, and then I had uh, Mitrovic I had uh, McGoldrick captain and James Collins vice captain I also had uh, Sean Morrison, uh, Moses Odebajo, and I had John Swift's 14 points oh, as third God. sub in game week one. <laughs> my, my team was Everson in goal, and this, this was the game where I think he signed a couple of days before. So yeah. they started the other goalie. Oh, Everson, God, yeah, got injured. Everson then came on. And he got a zero point, so I think you could see, oh, they got hammered, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so I got his points. Uh, Tete, I played five at the back because um, it was so strong last year. Yeah. <laughs> so I played Tete, NG, Yardam, Furlong and Townsend, Wilson and Sammy Smodix, Mitrovic, vice-captain, uh, Carl and Grant and Musse captain. And uh, I... I had uh, Swift's 14 on the bench, Willock and O'Hare. And that was, and when, that was when our turbulent relationships with John Swift started, right yeah. from the outset. And even mine with O'Hare, I still had him. <laughs> but game week one, the two trolls for me. Yeah. Your troll has uh, got to be Toffolo, must be getting up there, though. Uh, he, he's got to be up there at this point. Um John Swift for a while. I didn't go back to him uh, until one of the doubles and then got rid of him again because like, it was just too much for me. Um, I know a lot of people have had real issues with Piero. Um, I seem to mostly have only had him for good weeks. Yeah. Um, it's like Reese James in FPL. I know that's different, but I've managed to own him when he scored big and not have him when he scored his like, zeros and ones. And... Um, but I mean, Toffolo, in terms of just the selection and the bench points, and um, I remember weeks ago before there were going to be all the doubles, and we were asked like, who's going to, you know, score like notable points and get overlooked because they don't have any doubles? And uh, my instant response to that was Huddersfield, and I had Toffolo yeah. through just proving me right, <laughs> sat on my bench scoring points. Um, but yeah, so uh, it'd be interesting. I'll, I might um, sort of reshare 
um, that tweet from the uh, from the pod account and see if more people can post their game yeah. week one uh, to sort of now uh, lineups uh, just to sort of uh, see how it's changed for people. Um, but the last thing we'll do, that's all the questions. So the last thing we'll do is we'll do the predictions, the part we've been dreading, because uh, we have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we will start with, I mean, these are all on Saturday at 12.30. Uh, Bournemouth against Millwall. I'm going to go draw. And I'm going to go Solanke. I think because... He can play every game and get 30 goals. I think he'll play. I think Millwall are going to win. I I think at certain point, Millwall are going to be fighting for it on a level I'm not sure Bournemouth will be, like, sort of, will almost care enough to go to. Um, and I'm going to say that I think Jed Wallace will be the top point scorer from this game. Um... Birmingham against Blackburn. I'm going to go Blackburn. I'm just going to say Bro and Diaz. <laughs> it's going to be goals, isn't it? Let's be honest in yeah. this game. Um, yeah, I'm not sort of going to go too rogue on that. I think Blackburn and I think Bro and Diaz. Um, Derby against Cardiff. Derby. And I'm going to go... Let's go Curtis Davis. Unsung hero at, at at the start of the season. Yeah, I like it. Um, I am going to go with a draw. And I am going to go with... Colwell. Um, Huddersfield against Bristol City. Bristol City, and I'm going to go Chris Martin. I think Bristol City as well. I think Huddersfield could rest a few players for this one. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say Andy Vyman. I've mentioned him enough times in this podcast, so uh, might as well do it right to the end. Um, Hull against Forest. I'm going to go Forest, and I'm going to go Joe Lolly. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go Forest. And I think he'll start, so I'm going to tip him, uh, Brennan Johnson. Um, Luton against Reading. I have no idea. I really don't. Gut, gut feeling is... Um, I think if Luton win, it'll be like 1-0. So I'm going to go... Naismith. I think uh, there will be a Luton win. And I am going to say Cameron Jerome. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, Peterborough Blackpool. Peterborough Clark Harris. Uh, Blackpool and Ekpeteta. I genuinely think he gets an attacking return in here. So uh, we got to put some money on that this weekend. Yeah. Um, Preston Middlesbrough. I'm going. I'm going to go Middlesbrough, and I'm going to go. 
have no idea. Crooks. Yeah, I think Middlesbrough probably win. Um, I'm going to go with Tavernier. Um, Sheffield United, Fulham. I think Fulham are just going to win this. And I'm going to go Munez. Munoz. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to go with a draw. Um, and I'm going to say Kenny Tete. In part because he's the one person I can basically guarantee is going to play. <laughs> um, Stoke against Coventry. I'm going to go Stoke and I'm going to go Madger. I'm going to say a draw and Jacob Brown. Uh, Swansea QPR? Swansea over Femi. Uh, I'm going to say Swansea and Piero. Uh, given how many times we've done this, Obafemi or Piero, we might as well yeah. do it for one more week. Um, and West Brom against Barnsley. It's going to be West Brom because Barnsley are going to play their youth. Yeah, I'm going to I mean... go... Probably Grant, I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, Barnsley, it's getting on the on the verge of even their fans having not heard of some of the players they're putting out yeah. there. So uh, I, th- I think West Brom will probably win. Um, I'm going to say Carl and Grant as well. Um, but that's all we've got uh, this week. Uh, it's run on a little bit long in the end. Um, hope there was some useful stuff in there um, beyond us saying who knows who plays. Um, yeah. I will have the team news out at some point on Friday. Um, it might take me a little bit longer, um, you know, work and all, um, but I will have it out on Friday. Um, we might pod before the playoffs uh, start. Um, I am going on holiday for for part of next week, so uh, it might be tough for us to get a pod out before playoffs. Uh, if we don't, or at least before the, the first leg of the semis, um, but we will we will come back to you for something uh, during the playoffs, and then after that, at some point, we will have a uh, a sort of playoff review um, or playoff roundup. Um, so uh, so yeah, so we'll let you know more once we're going to be back. And uh, thank you again for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, my God.